All right, so you made a video a little bit ago. You went to the boat show, and uh, you ended up going with the four-wheel drive boat. I did. You got. I, uh, I, I want a top three from you. I want. I want a top three reasons why the four-wheel drive boat is what you went with. Can As we do if that? I didn't think about it whatsoever before this, I'll give you my three. Perfect. Okay, so there's three things. It's still a surf boat, great surf wave. Okay. Still dialing in to make it the best. We'll get into it a little bit. Uh, you've also got better layout, and I would argue that maneuverability is a massive thing around small areas, trailering, putting in boat slips. It's definitely way better than a standard V-Drive. But right. uh, So let's let's do one thing. One, uh, link to the video, the previous video, if you're interested to just see some information from the... Uh, yeah, it's a pretty good little rundown. I, I made it yeah. after I went to the boat show and uh, had a whole lot of thoughts, and I pulled the trigger on a four-wheel drive boat for many of those reasons. Okay, and two, um, you talked about wake surfing. Uh, wake surfing, the reason for a V-Drive or, or the forward drive is just so you get that... A stern drive puts the uh, prop right out there where it's going to start chewing. Yeah, on your bad feet. for the kids. Going to chop off some feet. We don't, don't really do want that. If you want to surf, the forward drive gives you the layout of a bow rider or runabout, um, but you get to surf behind it because the prop's on the other side. Perfect. All right, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about wake. Let's talk about wake profile and the ability for your forward drive to create a wake and and why it's still a good boat for wake surfing. So when we first started doing the surf stuff, it was. Uh, Pretty much like most, I know a lot of people that own boats, and it's mm -hmm. kind of funny because they've bought new boats, uh, people that own boats that do a lot of surfing. I hate to tell you, but the little secret in the room whenever you go to any boat show or you go anywhere is mm -hmm. all those people are adding tons of weight to their boat to make a great wave. Oh, they're just stuffing it with yeah, like you, heavy things. Yeah, you add lead bags or uh, steel shot you can use or sandbags and things, but most people are adding weight to make these magical waves. So I kind of threw out the idea that a four-wheel drive is never going to make the same wave because I know everyone's just adding weight. Yeah. So can I just add weight and pretty much probably... So I rolled the dice. I went with it. And I have to say that is a very surfable wave. Mm -hmm. I uh, will say that the one thing that you have to do, I'll give a shout out to the Wake 9 guy. Look up Wake 9 on YouTube. Okay. He talks specifically about pitch and roll on a boat. Mm -hmm. And what I noticed was the stock everything in the boat, which again, every wake boat owner has to mess with things to get sure. the wave. The stock boat is a little butt heavy. Okay. And to match that guy's pitch and roll, so pitch is how high the front end goes and roll is how much it tilts. Normally a little right. bit more list smooths out your wave for the surfer. I could never get his degree down without going with extreme negative prop. It's a cool thing about forward drive. If you want to plane out really fast, the prop can go negative to really drive the nose down. Yep. When you go more negative, you lose push in the wave, which you mentioned in the videos. Yep. So I tried to put it at a 0% uh, pitch and just see what the wave was like. Been doing tons of testing. I ended up putting about 130, 150 pounds plus my anchor. So maybe 150 to 180 in the very nose of the boat. Mm -hmm. Drastically different boat. And it changed it changed the angle of your... Uh, yeah, the pitch came down a little bit. Everything rode much smoother. And um, you didn't have to adjust your trim to do that. Yeah, trim stayed at zero. And, and most... Uh, most tips on how to make a, a boat wave is to get this pitch in a roll with heavy sandbags and whatnot, and then you fill up your ballast. And then now you've weighted the whole thing down. You get your list. You get your tilt. You've got this magical wave. So right, just so, so you know. Good good wake. It's creating a good one. We'll, I say make yeah. another video of like the journey you're taking to make the yeah. best wave. I'll get very specific in some okay, of good. those things, but 
just know. Good you, way. You can tweak it a bit and it keeps getting better and better. And I'll let you know in a later video when I find the perfect sweet spot. But it is absolutely surfable. The kids, the family love it. I love I, it. It's I cool. surfed on it. Loved it. Yeah. It was, it was good. Absolutely. All right. So, so problem two seemed a little bit weird when you mentioned it to me because we've spent a lot of time on stern drive boats. Yeah. And that to me is just kind of normal. Uh, but getting into the wake boat, stern drive is going to chew up my toes. I don't want to do that. Right. So instead, you found that most of the wake boats had a problem. My biggest complaint, and I know even the people that I know have wake boats, they all like, they hate it when I say it. I'm sure it's sure. nails on chalkboard. I'm six foot four. Mm -hmm. When I have to walk out on top of the boat and I stand up, I hate the feeling of not feeling balanced so you're talking about that back deck yeah, when, where it is it is a big old pad it's basically a bed yeah when you crawl up there and you stand up there and you hit some waves it's a little spicy i i personally don't like feeling that high on the boat six foot four on the top of the pad i don't mm -hmm. feel very in control of my body and i have young kids and when you have young kids and you have to pick them up and move them around and help them get on and over and over and then I also am crazy. I have a thing about upholstery. Not, not a little crazy. I this is this is a thing. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like everything I own, I try to make it last like as long as possible. And I cannot stand walking on upholstery. Yeah. It literally... You got gravel, you got sand, I you got would, something in your shoes and your feet, and now you put it right into the upholstery. I would rather, like if you put a fork in the road mm -hmm. of, would you rather stub your toe on the corner of a stool or no. have someone walk My on nightmare. your seats... I'd probably take the toe. Really? It's that like I just, it's it's that bad. All right, so so this this boat, the forward drive boat fixes this problem, right? How does it do that? Yeah, so most of it, you're going to get a, a bow rider run about, whichever category. I think the boat that I have is technically on the title called a deck boat, but it's a it's a bow rider. You've got a big front end, you've got lots of cockpit space, and it's a low walkway. Now, not all boats are the same, but if you look at like the Regal, the Regal has a killer walkway right down the middle, the back deck still in the water. Mm -hmm. Now, the one thing that I will say that layout meets surf, everything with a forward drive boat that anybody is comparing to is how does it surf? Yes. So the one caveat I will say is everything that you do, all the layouts, in my opinion, solve my problem of crawling high over upholstery, mm -hmm. picking kids up, helping everybody in and out of the boat is solved with a forward drive. The issue remains that weight means big surf wave. So right. be sure that if you're going out and you're looking at forward drive boats, the boat that I chose is very heavy. Mm -hmm. It's a Crownline E255 Surf, and it is a 5,700-pound boat without the ballast filled in. A lot of the boats at the boat show, again, I have not seen their waves in the water. Mm -hmm. So take it with a grain of salt, but everybody that makes a wave adds tons of weight. So let's just talk stock boat. Stock so boat, yours, cost, yours was how much? 5,700 pounds without anything added, right. without the ballast added. A lot stock of the boat other boats, the they were in the threes. So, so like you're a already losing 2,000. Yeah, so right out of the gate. Yeah, so just keep that in mind. When I talk about, you know, the surf wave is always going to be the comparison, or you'd buy a stern drive because it's cheaper. You're buying a forward drive so that you can surf. Mm -hmm. But make sure that you're checking out the weights of these boats. If you're gonna go out and get a surf boat, don't forget weight still means wave. And let's be let's be clear. If you have a really well laid out boat and you've got friends, now that's the caveat. If you have friends you got to, you know, you yeah. should have You a should get some friends. If you get a nice boat, you have lots. Well, if you get a really nice <laughs> boat with a good layout and a place for them to sit, like yeah. you can add weight instantly by just inviting a friend to come along with you. Yeah, and the, list is really easy because you just set them on the left side. Right, yeah. 
So, and a lot of the forward drive models, the reverse area for family and friends is pretty great. I mean, you've mm-hmm. got areas for being able to get on, jump off, do all the stuff, a lot of seating area, great, great options there. That's another thing that I really enjoy Love about it. all that stuff. Love it. All right. Third, you had a third reason. And I thought this one, having always really driven a lot of stern drive boats, I, I didn't even occur to me that this was a problem. So right. let's describe the problem first. What's our maneuverability problem? So the maneuverability issue with, uh, if you choose to go from say a stern drive or something, if you've never driven a, a wake boat or V drive, mm-hmm. it's very difficult the first couple of times to drive it because unless you're underway, that mm-hmm. rudder doesn't seem to impact your movement much. If you're around a dock and you've got a, some really tight turns, unless you've got a $250,000 boat with the side thrusters on it to rotate it around, oh. you you more or less are kind of, in, in a sense, trying to push this thing and you've got to be really careful to not smash up your boat because the small little rudder is the only thing that's turning that boat. It's While, really funny. So as you're describing this, I was like, oh, that's why tugboats exist. Totally makes sense. Yeah. You use a tugboat to push the back end of a giant ship around because he doesn't have right. a lower unit. He's doing it all through. Yeah. I'm either going forward or I'm not maneuverable. Yeah. So your forward drive boat is probably not as quite as tight of a turn as a stern drive, mm-hmm. whether or not anybody tells you that it is. It is not. If you turn it as sharp as you can, it is not as tight as a stern drive. It's a little bit more on the wake side of stuff. But at the same time, if you're talking about the scale of stern drive versus wake boat without any type of uh, thrusters, right? the forward drive is probably like 20% from the stern drive. It is not all the way so, over it's here. It's so much better. Yeah, yeah. It's not all the way over there. You can still turn. You can still reverse underway. Most wake boats, you, you literally can't even turn in reverse in one direction. So mm-hmm. um, that is a huge upgrade aside from like, all those types of things. Now, if you're trailering all the time, mm-hmm. all the time, the same challenges you'll have with a V drive meets a forward drive, you better just get used to hitting that baby straight because that prop moving between the you don't want that in the bunks. It's a real thing. Yeah. So you have that going when you have a wake boat. You have that going with a forward drive. So just remember, you know, you're not getting away from prop under boat next to trailer with sure. that choice. That's but, a, that's a thing. That's a that's a thing to be concerned about. But the benefit is on your way in you can set up your shot much better because the back of your boat has more maneuverability. Um, probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're well, going to have more control coming into the trailer. Well, but- I like that. I like that. So there's three. You, you had the uh, the fact that it's still a wake boat. It still creates a very good, safe wave mm-hmm. that uh, you can surf behind. Uh, your second was that it's got a good layout, got a lot of deck space so that people can walk around, move around without destroying upholstery, well, the, ruining it, things. For instance, inside the cockpit, I could stand up and someone could stand directly across from me. That's how much room that you have kind of in the cockpit of a boat like this. While in a wake boat, I mean, someone's sitting and someone's standing and you're right in their, right in their business. I mean, most right. of the time, the layouts in these boats are very much like a rectangle in the middle. Mm-hmm. There's kind of not much room to get in and out. Yeah, no, you, I've, I've sat in your, yeah. in your current boat and I felt like, I didn't feel like we were in each other's bubble. Yeah. We were just sitting here, t- kind of like this. We are just sitting here talking. Yeah. Whereas I, I could see what you mean when you, someone stands up to go get a drink and all of a sudden you're like. Yeah. So so we're, we're going to make uh, another video of how to make the best wake mm-hmm. boarding wave. And then I'm going to kind of troubleshoot and move through this surf thing because I just got to know if you could make just as good of a wave, like the biggest possible wave Absolutely. by adding weight. I just got to know. And uh, I think we'll share it with everybody. It's and a big journey. Yeah. It's a big journey. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of fun stuff. I mean, it, how could you be in a bad mood when you get to be on a boat? You can't. Not possible. You can't.